Podcast. I like to say that when you cannot go outside, go inside. Mm. So um, it's all about this alignment. So I think your alignment is your why, mm. is your driver. Hi, and welcome to Deep Leadership. I'm your host, John Rennie. Well, I hope all is well with you today. It is another cold but beautiful day here in North Carolina, and this episode is brought to you by our sponsors, Jeremy Clevenger Fitness and the Sasquatch Flag Company. Both of these sponsors help me bring these shows to you each and every week, so I encourage you to click on their links below and check them out. I have another great show lined up for you today, but before we get started, I just want to remind you to check out the leadership books I've written on either Amazon or my website, johnsrenny.com. This year, I'm offering a new way to purchase all of my books for a discount. I bundle the books into what I call the Qualified Watchstander series, and you get all three books for 15% off the individual prices. This offer is only available on my website, so check it out if you're looking to step up your leadership game in 2023. Also, I wanted to remind you that Deep Leadership is now ranked in the top 100 management podcasts in the U.S., so I wanted to thank each and every one of you for listening in to these episodes each week and sharing them with your friends. You have helped this podcast grow into a top performing show. So thank you very much. Well, that is it. Today, we're going to be talking about leadership alignment. Now, in my career, I've seen far too many managers trying to pretend they're someone else. And now when you do that, you come off as phony and inauthentic. So my guest today is Hortense Lejatel. She is the author of Aligned, Connecting Your True Self with the Leader You Were Meant to Be. She helps us understand what it means to bring our own unique true self to work as leaders. Now, this was a fascinating conversation that I know you will enjoy. So, are you ready to dive in? Let's get started. Welcome to Deep Leadership. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former Cold War submarine officer who spent 20 plus years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Are you ready for some real world actionable advice from John as well as his expert guests? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. The show starts right now. Welcome to the Deep Leadership Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Hortense Le Gentil. Hortense is a global executive leadership coach, and she has helped CEOs, senior executives, and emerging leaders close the gaps between the leader they are and the leader they want to be. Now, she is the author of the widely acclaimed book, Aligned, Connecting Your True Self with the Leader You're Meant to Be. And I am excited to have her on the show to talk about how leaders and find better alignment in their lives and their careers. So Hortense, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to, to, to be with you tonight. Uh, it's an honor to have you on the show and to talk to you about this subject and the book that you wrote. But before we dive into the book, I just want to ask you, you know, you have 30 years of experience working across a number of different industries, uh, media consulting, advertising, you're an entrepreneur. Um, where did you develop your passion to uh, help leaders and to coach leaders? Whoa. Oh, this is um, this is a journey. You know, it's not like one day I wake up one day and, and decided that, oh, I'm going to coach any leaders. And uh, no, really, I think it's a journey, a personal journey and professional journey. And at one point, uh, you know, I realized that what I learned from me personally and professionally could really help uh, others. 
because I, on my professional uh, side, I was working as an entrepreneur and corporate. So, so a lot of things. And personally, um, I am very passionate by uh, spirituality, psychology, uh, and uh, and human hu- human behavior, and everything like that, and neuroscience. So everything mixed together, uh, you know, I, I found very helpful for me. And one day I just realized that I could really help, you know, people. And I, I in fact, uh, it was my calling, but I didn't know about it. So it's really one day, like, you know, like a puzzle or, you know, all the pieces uh, come together and make sense. Yeah, it was at that moment. So you, uh, you, 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 you did a lot of things and then you found your passion. Exactly. Uh, my, uh, more than my passion, I think I would say, Passion is a bit different for me. I would say my calling is really my calling. I found it like, okay, this is what you should do, what you're going to be good at. And, you know, everything, it's 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 like uh, everything that I learned in my journey led me to be, you know, and do what I, what I do today. Interesting. Very good. Very good. I've, you know, we've talked to a lot of authors, a lot of coaches, and we find a lot of them have an interesting journey to get to this uh, this area of leadership coaching. But they all, when they find it, it's sort of like a light bulb goes off and it's like, this is what I should be doing with my life. So it sounds like you've had that same experience. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. You, your, your book is called Align, uh, Connecting Your True Self with the Leader You're Meant to Be. Um why did you feel compelled to write this book, and what was your what was your inspiration for the idea of putting this together and, and communicating this with leaders? So my triggers were my my trigger was I remember very well uh, I was still in France at that time I was still in Paris and I was um, talking with uh, an assistant of one of my CEO and she asked me uh, where can I find you. Because I cannot afford, you know, you cannot coach me, but I would like to learn from you. I'm very interesting. And in the John, I was so ashamed because at that time I didn't have anything. Because and in Paris, you know, it's not the same culture. So you don't talk too much. When you are a coach, you are more like in the shadow. And uh, so it was not part of the of our culture. But I felt like that's not right. I cannot just, you know help 10 or 20 or 25 uh, people only because I can do more. So this is when and where I decided that, okay, I have to write a book. And and I tried to write this book to to help as much as, much as possible pe- people. It's, yeah, the book, you, you have some, some tools, you have some exercise and everything. So it's really, the purpose of the book was really that, to help others and more people and more and more and more. It's interesting you said that um, the idea of being able to influence more than your, you know, close-knit environment. Because I've heard, I've talked to a lot of people on the podcast that say, sometimes we need to get a book out or we need a video or we need something that we can get that influence greater than just the people that we are around. Like for a coach, you might have 30 clients, right, that you're working with on a regular basis, but there's hundreds and hundreds of leaders out there that could, you know, could benefit from this information. So the idea of a book is to get, it sounds like you said, is more more eyes on the material that you typically teach leaders. Exactly. And uh, yeah, exactly. And, and 
And each time, you know, someone give me a feedback, and even if it's not leaders like we we, we think about, like leaders yours in, in in large company or not large company, but you are the, the CEO of your life. You are the leader of your life. And often I have even young people who just told me, oh, you know, I wrote your book and I had my aha moment. And, uh, you know, I understood something, you opened a door to me and things like that. And I think, you know, this is the reason why we are here, in fact, it's ready to help to help people. So I think this is the reason why you write articles, books, we talk tonight uh, and things like that. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, and I agree. It's get get more people, more eyes on it, more awareness to it, and I think that's great. And so I commend you for it. It's it's hard to do to write a book and to spend all that time and doing the research and putting it down. And uh, people, you know, when you see that final book after you know a long process, you know, my books have taken two to three years each to write, and and it's a it's a labor of love because uh, it seems like it's easy when it's done and it's in a book, but there's so much of a process in between from the start, the day you say, I want to write a book to when it's done. It's, it's, it's like a marathon, you know? <laughs> oh, oh, is it? Yeah, it is exactly. And I wrote the second book and I just finished the manuscript. I gave, I gave back the manuscript. Oh. So I feel again, like exactly like you said, I said, oh my gosh, after two years of, you know, working uh, the book and, you know, for the same reason. So yes. Yeah, that's fun. Fantastic. So what does it mean? So the book is called Aligned. So what does it mean to be aligned? That means to be, um, you know, do you, I like to, to say that it's like being in the zone. And, uh, you know, when you're a surfer, even if you, I don't surf, but I think everyone can, you know, can catch that. When you're a surfer and you catch the perfect waves, we can see, you know, that you know, if you look at the picture or you know, in movies, whatever. So it's like you're flying. You are exactly where you should be uh, the right time. And it's everything makes sense at that moment. And, and you feel, you feel, you feel joy. You feel successful. You feel well. You feel, you feel doing something different. And, uh, and this is, you know, what, what is about alignment is really being in, the, in that zone where you know that it's the right things to do. You are connected with your values, with who you are, uh, your why, and everything makes sense. Mm. It's, it's like, you know, just, just before we were talking about when and how I, I became a coach, it's really at that moment. Because you, everything change, everything, you know, the dynamic change because you know, you feel empowered, mm. you feel well, you know, it's the right place, right place to go. So you feel like you're flying, you're, yeah. you're, you're, and so you are, you are successful and you are powerful and you can help, first you help yourself and you help, you know, others. Interesting. I guess I would say, you know, I, I did 22 years working uh, in, corp, in corporations and I guess the longer I was there, the more I felt I was uh, misaligned, I guess the best way to say it. And when I started my own business and once we got it running and I had employees and we could do things our own way without the constraints of a big corporation, I, I found that feeling, like you said, everything was going fast. It was like 
it was exciting. It was, I felt like I was where I was supposed to be my whole life. Like I was sort of like a square peg in a round hole for 22 years. And I was finally in the right place, you know? And and is that what it feels like when you're aligned that you feel like you're, you're where you're supposed to be? Exactly. You're right where you're supposed to be. And you don't ask the question to yourself because you know, you feel it, you know. And I like that. It's like, I like to say also that it's like the door or the door open. Mm. If you don't fight all the time, all day long, and, and you feel, uh, you feel, you know, happy, you feel good, it's because you're alive. If you spend half of your time fighting, you're not alive. There is something wrong. So look, you know, take the time to, to reflect on that and think about about it. So maybe, like you say, maybe this is your 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 driver, your why or your values that you don't share in, in the company uh, or with the company. So that's possible. Or maybe this is only something, you know, you don't share with your with your direct report or your team or whatever it could be personal. So you cannot, you can sometimes not be aligned with your personal life or things like that. So yeah, it's all about that. I wouldn't imagine that there's health benefits, whether it's mental health or physical health when you're aligned versus when you are misaligned. Is that the case when you're talking with leaders and you're helping them and when you get them sort of where they're supposed to be, do, is that like, is there like a weight off their shoulder and do they feel less stress? And is there like, well, just, you know, curious, because I think for me, at least, that's the way I felt. I was like, oh, okay, I was, I was banging my head on a wall and I stopped doing it and it felt, felt better. You know? <laughs> so, Much better, right? Yes, exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. This is exactly that. And the day you you are aligned, the day you utilize, utilize yourself in a way to be aligned, to be yourself, it changes everything. And yes, your health changes also. And I, I had exactly the same experience as you when I was an entrepreneur. I was like fighting and fighting against it was something political. I didn't realize that I couldn't do anything. So I could fight, but I will, I will lose anyway. And, and it's at one moment, a friend of mine who told me, you know, why are you hitting your, your, your head on the wall all the time? Yeah. That's all right. And I realized that. I said, oh my goodness, I was sick. I was really sick. And uh, I realized, I said, okay, okay, step back. What can I do differently? Where can I, I have some impact, not with the government, for sure. So let's try another solution. And I found another solution. I was aligned with the solution and it worked. I didn't have to fight. And I was fighting for months. So exactly like you said. Mm. Um, so yeah, you, you're an, uh, an equestrian, so you ride horses. How is alignment and horse riding, what's the analogy there? What's the similarity there? Well, it's like a lot, a lot. <laughs> I think the first one would be maybe, you know, the empathy, uh, the em- empathy one and how you connect with your team. I, I'm going to give you an example. I had um, months ago, I, I went to a leadership um, program with horses because I'm passionate by horses. So I, I, I wanted to know what it is, what it was. And the exercise was 
Okay, so you have a horse. You are in a field. First, we draw uh, we draw a square, you know, on the ground, a big square, not not very small, but a big square on the wall, and uh, not on the wall, sorry, on the ground. And so the exercise is to have the horse without rain, without saddles, without anything. Uh, go, uh, you know, do two loops around, you know, the square and go inside the square and stop. So it was the exercise. So you have to do that. So you do that as a team. So you have, I had a team. So where I had two people with me. So what we decide first is make a plan. So what, what should we do first? Okay. Should we do, we go, we want to go there. Okay. So all together, what is the plan? How can we go? How, you know, how can, can we go there? So you had a plan. So because we cannot communicate in the exercise, you cannot communicate, you cannot touch, you cannot do anything, you cannot talk. The only thing you can do is, you know, maybe have some gesture, a little gesture if you want, but with the horseshoe, you are very, very careful because if you do that, the horse is going to react. And so, so you, you learn about the team how to make the plan, where to go. And so altogether, so we decided that I was leading, you know, the, the horse. So I was by the horse, walking by the horse and the team was behind me and just trying, you know, to, to do, uh, uh, to, to follow the horse and to follow me, not pushing too hard, that just, just, you know, as a team to, to go to the same direction. And, uh, and I was there, you know, just, you know, by, by the horse and I was, just decided in my head, okay, we're going to go there, blah, blah, blah. So the first time we failed because we were almost there. But, you know, when it was time to stop, you know, uh, the team continued to push too much. So the horse didn't understand. He looked at me and I was surprised. And so I didn't, you know, I was not connected anymore with the horse. Like you should be, you know, as a leader connected with your team. And so, okay, the horse said, okay, so I don't understand what you're meaning. So I continue. So we debrief, we, we talk with the team uh, again, and we learned, you know, what was wrong and we did it again and it worked. It, and and it's, it's hard because we went there, do the two, twice the loop, uh, and after, you know, go to, to the center. And here... I remember very well because we work very well as a team. They were not too pushy, not that they were ready exactly where, where, you know, it was helpful for the, for the horse and for me. And me, I was ready connected 100% with my horse. And it was like I was, I was talking, I was talking in my head and looking at, at him and say, okay, we got there. We're doing that. And this is what we are going to do. So I was very decided. And what was funny was, uh, I remember when, you know, when I entered this, you can imagine, so this, um, this square, so the horse will one, one step, two step. And my body language, because you learn that also, learn about the body language. My body language was telling the horse, because my head was telling my body, go slowly, go slowly to explain that we are going to stop. You're not going to stop like that. You are going to stop. And this is exactly how it came to my mind and how I communicated with the horse. And it worked absolutely perfectly. Mm. The horse just stopped 
exactly the same time. And, and it was amazing, in fact. And, and this is what you learn, in fact, with horses. So you don't have to do a, you know, this exercise. If you don't, don't, if you don't, don't, don't have to, or you don't want to, this is not the problem, but there's, it's an illustration illustration thank you mm-hmm. of uh <laughs> sometimes it's hard uh of, on, of um how you communicate in fact and this is what you learn in fact you learn to communicate to listen uh to to work as a team because the horse and you you are two being uh you walk so you learn a lot a lot you don't realize at this moment but it's after you realize we'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors Leadership skills are like any other skills. You need to practice them to get better at them. Best-selling leadership author John S. Rennie knows this. That's why he's written a new book called You Have the Watch. It's a guided journal for leaders designed to take you through an entire year of leadership training. By the end of the year, you will master 50 of the most important leadership skills. If you want to have a greater impact on the results and people in your organization, go to youhavethewatch.com and pick up your copy today. This episode is brought to you by Jeremy Clevenger Fitness. As a high-performing leader, you know that leadership isn't about telling people what to do. It's about leading by example. And for most people, the one area that they're lacking when it comes to leading by example is their health and fitness. By improving your health and fitness, every other area of your life improves. But how do you get and stay fit as a busy leader? Well, you do what you've always done. You hire the best person for the job. Don't struggle on your own. Put Jeremy Clevenger on your team. Jeremy will work with you to take your physique, mindset, nutrition, habits and more to the next level with his step-by-step all-inclusive coaching program. Now I've worked with Jeremy for the past year and I'm in the best shape of my life. If you want to step up your game, reach out to Jeremy at apexperformancesystems.com to find out more and get your initial consultation scheduled with him today. This episode is brought to you by the Sasquatch Flag Company. The Sasquatch Flag Company is a family-owned business in New England that builds hand-carved American flags from seasoned white pine. Each flag is hand-built, and each star on the flag is hand-hammered and chiseled. No two flags are alike. They offer a variety of flag designs to honor the police, military, firefighters, dispatchers, and search and rescue personnel, to name a few. These stunning handmade flags look great in an office, a studio, the back porch, or above the fireplace mantle. They make the perfect gift for the veteran, first responder, or patriot in your life. Now, I love these flags, and I've been giving them as gifts for years, and I was a customer long before they became a sponsor of the show. I can't recommend them enough, so if you're looking for that perfect, uniquely American make gift to give away or if you want to treat yourself go to sasquatchflags.com and get your order in today yeah it made me think a little bit as you were telling that story you know when i worked in these big corporations a lot of employees a lot of different conflicting goals we had to have meetings a lot because we were trying to get aligned we were trying to communicate and we was like we were forcing ourselves into rooms together and trying to understand which each party was coming from and what have you but in a smaller company with a smart startup, we have a very clear vision. We have a mission. We have we know exactly, and everybody's on the same page. And like you were saying, like we just body language, and um, we have a lot less meetings because we're connected and aligned as a team more than I ever was in a corporate environment. So it's less of words being spoken and more about just uh, like I said, body language and and how we 
you know, deal with problems. There's not a lot of words that have to be spoken when, when, when you have a team that's really aligned and focused and on a mission. Is that, is that something that you see as well, or is that kind of an example of that? Yeah, yeah. I would, I would add that um, it's really aligned behind a, a common why mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a leader, you, okay, you give the vision. This is what we are looking for for you. And you give the vision, but you're not going to do it alone. And so I think your example is great because this is what's happened in a, in a startup because we are all in the same vision we, and, and mission. So we know. So this is why we go there because we know, we know exactly what. So, and we feel like you um, are part of the company. You know that you're doing that. It's, you know, for the purpose, for this purpose, because we are going there. It's like, I like to say that, you know, uh, as a leader, you are like the captain of the boat. Mm. And so you are your, your, your crew. So, and your crew, they know exactly. So if I do that, okay, I'm going to help in that way. So it's exactly that, what, what you're talking about. And, uh, and so you are, you are this captain, you give the vision and you take care of others or, or your, your crew. And behind this mission, vision, whatever it is, uh, purpose, uh, your why, uh, you understand. So you are motivated. You know that each morning you wake up and you say, okay, yes, I know why I'm waking up. Why, why, why I wake up is because, you know, I want to make a difference or because I want to achieve this mission or you know why. It's, it's being part of something. Yeah, it's very important, I think. Mm, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It really does. Yeah, and I think about the horse looking at you as the leader, just saying, okay, what what are we doing next, you know? And as a leader, I've noticed, you know, to have been doing it for three decades is that every eye is on me, you know, just watching to see how I'm going to react, how how I'm going to respond, what what time I do I show up to meetings on time? Do I do what I say I'm going to do? Do I wear my safety equipment when I'm in the manufacturing plant? So every eye is on you and they're looking for those little cues as to what you know, they'll, they'll, they might listen to your words, but they do watch you very carefully on your actions. And I think that's another side of it that I thought of with the horse looking at you to say, okay, what do we do next? You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good lesson. I think. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, we've, we faced a ton of uh, uncertainty <laughs> for the past three or four years. It seems like um, uh, there's something new every month that comes our way. And, um, you know, and uh, there's a lot of change. And so, like, how do we deal with that uh, as a leader? So we're talking about alignment. You Maybe you get your all your alignment, your, your focus, you're on something that makes sense in your life, everything's flowing, and then there's a shift, there's a change. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's COVID, there's uh, a political unrest, there's, uh, you know, some some sort of supply chain disruption, something that throws it to a loop. How should we be thinking about alignment when it comes to change and shifts that are always going to be coming our way in the, in the work world? I like to say that when you cannot go outside, go inside. Mm. So um, it's all about this alignment. So I think your alignment is your why, mm. is your driver. Why you're here, what makes sense to you, again, what are your values, how you want to remember if you stay, you know, it's your true north, it's in a way. 
if you st stick to that, you refer again, again, and again to that, especially in time of uncertainty, you, you have more chance to still because we we are disaligned in a day sometimes mm -hmm. and doing I like to give you know my uh, daily uh, daily checking I like to say that every day we should just even if it's five minutes but take five minutes to reflect on your why on your day or what what went good not that good what you would like to do differently and and I think this is the only way, you know, in time, uh, you know, in time of turbulence, uh, in a plane, you are asked to uh, put your mask first on your on your face before helping others. Right? If if not, you cannot help others. So uncertainty and every five minutes, as you say, you something happened. So what you do? Okay, go inside. Go inside and take your, you know. Take your 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 weak no weakness no your force your force from here, and take your force and say okay, okay, realign yourself. What did I do well? Am I on track? Not on track? And this is the only way to do. It, I think. So getting yeah. back to your get back to your why your purpose and even if the world is changing, you know your purpose remains the same. And now, how do you achieve your purpose in this new shifted? environment is that more what you're saying is go back to the base of your purpose yes go back to the base and after i have a client who do it for example okay it takes five minutes every day five minutes to reflect on you know what what he decided to work on so and he said okay i did well not well not that well blah 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 okay five minutes five minutes but five minutes is enough to stop to you know and go back to you go inside yourself and every five it takes 15 minutes to uh, think about the week. Mm. Same. Okay, what went well, what I should do differently, and it stopped there. On Sunday, it takes another 20, uh, 20 minutes, 15 minutes to reflect on the week forward, mm. upcoming we uh, week. So, okay, what did I learn from last week? Then I'm going to, you know, change... Uh, this is the following week and, and so on and so on and so on. It's a great way to stay grounded, to stay connected with with your why, with your your what is important for you. Because if not, in a day, so much happened that you can be, you know, like like the boat, you can you can lose your true loss, right? That's exactly what I was thinking about is the idea of of a, of a ship is that you you will take and and you will see on a chart where you're at on a regular basis so that you don't go adrift and you don't end up being in a place where you didn't expect right where there might be rocks and there might be shallow right what? so you're 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 correcting your course on a on a real time basis on a daily basis on a weekly basis to make sure you're staying on course to your true north and i like that a lot it's it's this idea of uh you know correcting but not waiting till you're you know miles off course before you try to make that big correction you know and i think a lot of people do that they ended up finding themselves in a really stressful why why am i here what am i doing how did how did i get here and it's because they weren't doing those small corrections throughout the week and the and the 
uh, and the months to be able to stay on course. That's probably, that's a great analogy. I never really quite thought of it that way, but it does, uh, that's, that makes a lot of sense, especially in a time of, of massive change is to kind of go back and review, am I still going on the course that I set uh, when I went on this journey? So, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, you know, one thing I was, I'm, I'm thinking about as I'm listening in is, you know, um, trying to find your true north, trying to find your purpose so that you can align yourself to it. I know um, for me, I came out of the military and it took me a long time to figure out what I what what my true north was, and eventually I found it. But it was it was really seven years going from I knew I knew my mission in the military. I knew exactly what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. To seven years of fig- trying to figure out what I wanted to do next. And when I found it, it locked in, and it, and and everything was aligned to it. But it really took a long time. And and what would you give for advice for people who say I I feel like I'm unaligned right now. I feel like I'm not going in in the direction that makes sense for myself. Is there are there some steps that they can go through to to help figure that out, to find their true north, to find their purpose, and to align their activity towards that purpose? Mm. The first thing I would say is really, really to to take the time to stop and reflect. Mm. And first accept the fact it's, it was the same for me that it's a journey. So if you don't find the answer tomorrow morning, it's not because you are you are stupid. It's just because it takes time, that's all. And and that's absolutely normal. Uh, but if you want to make a step, you know, a bigger step or begin somewhere, I think really I would I would encourage to to stop, take the time and think about okay, what is important for me? Mm why I am here. And I like to give a little exercise, or well, it's not a little exercise, it's a hard exercise, but example to uh, remember how you want to be remembered as a leader. Mm-hmm. And the exercise is is not fun, but it works very well, is to think about your eulogy. Mm-hmm. How do you want to be remembered? What do you want people to tell about you on that day? And Doing that, doing this exercise, you realize that, okay, that is important for me, that I don't care. So give you, you know, it gives you at least, you know, some clue where to begin. And in fact, after that, it's it's very simple, but in a way, simple. Takes time, but it you make it more simple because you know what is important for you. After you just the thing is to try to define, try to write down in a, you know, in a sentence or something what what you learn from that and what is important and try, you know, and after you adapt and you you see what you can adjust. And there are a lot of exercises that you can do after that. But I mean, this is a good beginning. You know, if you if you begin here, it's a good yeah. beginning. I love that. How do I want to be remembered? As a leader, what legacy do I want to leave the people that are working for me? And and I, I like that because I, I always think of, you know, um, you know, bad bosses leaving um all these problems in their wake. Wherever they go, there's just problems. And 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 the good bosses, the good leaders will empower people, bring out the best of them. You know, they'll 
them bring their get to help them achieve their full potential. And so, when you leave an organization as a good leader, all these people have great have a, have 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 advanced in their life because of that leaders being there. And so, people leave such a, a negative, uh, you know, uh, they they leave a lot of negative when they leave an organization, and some leave a lot of positive. And and I think what we try to do in this podcast is. We want you to leave a positive legacy on on the people that work that that work for you. You know that they that they can you know they can grow, they can achieve their full potential, and they can learn from from you as a leader. And I really like that. And wh- how do I want to be remembered when when I'm no longer here in this organization? What what do I want to be remembered for? Uh, even even when when you die, so because your eulogy is you know your right when you die. So when you pass away, what is important? And when you pass away, I'm not sure that, you know, people are going to remember you as the one who increased, you know, the the Wall Street, uh, you know, percentage and numbers. I don't think so. But you will have someone who will maybe surely tell a story about, oh, you know, he was there. I was feeling that he saw me, he... He talked to me or he gave me or she gave me this advice and it changed everything. Mm. And I think that as human, at least me, as a human leader and as a human being, I think this is what is important. It's it's really, you know, connecting with with those people, those person and uh, and make a difference. Mm. I love it. That is so great. It, it's it's really helpful advice, and it really makes you think about um, what or you, what you want to be doing in your life and and the impact you want to make on others. And uh, that's a great way to think of it. It's <laughs> a great example. I haven't thought of it that way. I love it. That's a great example. Um, Hortense, um, how can people find out more about you uh, and this book and the future book coming out soon? I'm sure. <laughs> so tell us how to how we can find out more about you. Okay, so thank you. So yeah, so I have a website. Uh, it's uh, hlgconsulting.org. And also I am on uh, LinkedIn. I'm LinkedIn. And um, I, I am a little on Instagram and Facebook, but much more, much more on LinkedIn. So I think that's the best way to, uh, to reach out to me. Okay, fantastic. And we'll put uh, links in the show notes for those resources. And uh, wow, really, really, this has been a great discussion and I appreciate you coming on. Uh, The book is called Align, uh, Connecting Your True Self with the Leader You Were Meant to Be. And if you're feeling misaligned, if you're feeling like you don't really uh, know your true north or you're not really walking down the path of where your your purpose is uh, uh, on this earth, then I really highly encourage you to get this book. Get yourself aligned. It's better for your mental health. It's better for your physical health, as we've discussed. And it's uh, certainly a better place to be when you find your true north and your work walking towards it and moving towards it. So, Hortons, thank you very much for coming on the show and sharing this book and sharing this idea of alignment. I think I learned a lot. I know our listeners did as well. Thank you. Thank you very much, John, for having me today. Okay. Thank you very much. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for listening to Deep Leadership. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and share so we can continue to build a world with better bosses. Until next time, this is John Rennie saying take care and lead well.
Thank you for listening to Deep Leadership. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all you do. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information and updates, please visit our website at www.deepleadershippodcast.com or johnsrenny.com. Until next time, take care. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here. And I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music.